Welcome in, cronies, to the Man Child Chronicles podcast. John, what are you doing? It's my line. Welcome to the Man Child Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Man Child Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. And today we're going to do some stories from a hat, actor or athlete, and the worst things you could find in your Easter basket. How's it going, guys? And John, don't ever steal my only contribution <laughs> to this podcast ever again. I'm sorry. I forgot who I was for a second. Bold strategy there, Cotton. Bold strategy. I'm not Bold trying to cause a mutiny, I swear, Ryan. I don't bring much to this. But my I will say it was refreshing not to have it like get fumbled, you know, like didn't mess up. So we need to do something very, very important. Uh, we should have done this last week, but uh, WrestleMania kind of overshadowed this talking point. I know for a fact, at least three of the four of us have seen a beautiful movie called John Wick Chapter 4. Um, this will be a spoiler-free uh, quick discussion, but uh, John, what'd you think of John Wick Chapter 4? Now, wait, four? did they have... Was there a number three John Wick then, or did they just skip that one? Shut up, Ryan. John, what'd you think? Uh, it wasn't my favorite of the series. It's getting a lot of love from the critics and a lot of love from the fans. So I might have just went and saw it when I was really tired or when I really wanted to be critical of a movie. Uh, it just didn't match the expectations I had for it. Uh, I felt like you had to really dumb down your brain a lot. Like, I really got a lot of Fast and the Furious vibe type franchise of just stupid plotting and stupid character developments in the movie where... I just felt like if I wanted to dumb my brain down and enjoy it, I would have thought it was a great movie. But I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't have the same vibe with me as the first three John Wicks. And I wouldn't give it a bad review. I would still probably give it a 7 out of a 10, but I was expecting a 9 or a 10 out of 10 based off how all the reactions have been over it. And it just didn't get there for me. Jay, tell John why he's wrong and why. I mean, John, you say like the harshest things and then you're like seven out of 10. So it like, it doesn't translate like you, you, you might not be saying then what you did enjoy about the movie because how is it still a seven out of 10, but all you have to say is just really bad things. It's still a seven out of 10 because the fight scenes are still great. The action is still great. Um, it's just the believability, I guess, part behind it isn't so great to me. Um, so I think, you know, the overall aesthetic of John Wick still trumps me wanting to give it a negative review because I still love the franchise. I love the series. I love the four movies. I just, this movie didn't have that same, I guess, I guess it's not a bad movie. It's just not a great movie like everybody's saying it is. Well, look, that's why it's at a 95% because even if I saw positive reviews that where people were landing at like 2.5 out of 4 like, people had critical things to say, but at the end of the day, 
it's a good movie. It's still a good John Wick. It's not my favorite John Wick, but I I did enjoy it. I can make fun of it and laugh at a lot of the things that John found wrong with it. But at the same time, I really loved um, I loved the storyline being told. A lot of the reviews I read was action-packed from start to finish, but I didn't find that to be the case. Um, there are There's a lot of where they slow it down and actually talk and have a story, so I did enjoy that part of it. I thought they brought in some great new characters. I loved Kane. Um, I loved Mr. Nobody. I loved Scott Atkins uh, playing the best version of Kingpin I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and uh, all in all, I, I was very happy with that movie. Um, I, I gave it an 8 out of 10. It's not my favorite John Wick, but they told that story uh, beautifully. And so if you've been following John Wick from the very beginning, um, it's definitely worth a watch to uh, see how they uh, tell the story. I'm a little higher praise on it. Um, I would still give it an 8 out of 10. I think uh, while I would say the only fault of this movie is typical with any franchise that we've ever seen is that when the money was available, they found ways to use it. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it also changes a little bit of why you fell in love with a franchise. And so um, it's not my favorite John Wick either, but I left I left John Wick Chapter 4 super pumped. I was really thrilled with the way the story went. Um, lots of great action. Um, you know, this is... The entire movie is like not the final act, but the battle scene within the final act. And so, uh, you know, you have to view the movie for what it's intended to be, which is uh, almost a, a three hour final boss fight scene. And, uh, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. Some people are saying it's the conclusion of the franchise. Some people are not, no one knows, uh, you know, cause even in, in the headlines, they've said, Hey, John wick might, might uh, have more chapters to come. He might not, but uh, overall, fantastic movie. Would definitely recommend going to see it, especially if you've uh, seen all the John Wicks leading up to it. But, uh, but yeah, honorable mention for uh, John Wick number one, just because it's what started it all. But it's hard to beat John Wick chapter two. Hard to beat John Wick chapter two. So. <clears throat> Absolutely agree. Ryan, hmm. did you not watch John Wick four yet? No, I don't think I've seen number three yet. I've seen number one and two. And you would agree with me, John Wick 4 is a complete letdown, right? Based I, off how for the me so far, I mean, maybe I need a rewatch on it, but uh, yeah, it was a big letdown. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ridiculous. Split vote. <laughs> now, I didn't watch John Wick Chapter 4, but I did get two out of three of you guys to start watching Ted Lasso. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Can I go first? Can I go, go first? Ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Here's the thing <clears throat> Ted Lasso could quite possibly be the best TV show of all time. Oh! Um, I can confidently say those that know me. Uh, and those that don't know me for my age and, you know, when I came up watching TV, I'm a pretty big Office fan. And similar to the generation before with Seinfeld, 
you know, uh, I live and die by The Office. I, I, for a long time, considered that the greatest uh, TV show available. No longer. Um, Ted Lasso is all of the good things about The Office with none of the bad. And uh, it is a beautiful show. Let me tell you, these, uh, these British people, they know how to write television. And uh, I, I, like, this is, this is hard for me to admit. I cannot remember or tell you the last time that I became legitimately emotional at a piece of entertainment. I bawled. I cried at Ted Lasso. Um, it, it cut me straight to the feel bone and mm-hmm. decided to saw it in half. And, uh, and it is a fantastic show that I'm so glad that I watched. I'm also simultaneously super pissed off that I got caught up as quickly as I did. Yes. But um, looking forward uh, for what's to come, I have no doubt that here in a couple weeks I'll end up just running through it one more time just for kicks and giggles. Did you cry now, in front of your wife? How'd there you were, feel about that? There were no uh, witnesses to deny. <laughs> How many episodes <laughs> did you cry on, Mike? Just one. Just one? Season two, episode ten. Hmm. Which was which one? Which one was that? Was that the Christmas episode? No. I'm trying to remember which one that was. That was probably the first time he talked to the doctor about being vulnerable with the doctor. Nope. No. Well, maybe, maybe. I'm trying to remember. That one got me. I've cried multiple times watching Ted Lasso. To be honest with you, it's <laughs> it very well once. written. What? It's very I heard subtle. This was a comedy. What am it's I going to cry? You're it's laughing. very subtle in the way they do it. Like it's just so subtle, and they just sneak it in there. And it just like Mike says, it cuts right in your feels. And there's moments where it just cuts right into your bone. Like it's just you don't so feel emotional. it coming either. Yeah, you no. don't feel it coming yeah. either. It's like real life where you're talking with somebody, and then all of a sudden the wall comes down, and you see behind the curtain a little bit, and you're like, oh, ooh, wasn't ready, wasn't ready, wasn't ready. <laughs> And kind of like Mike said, man, I watched season one in one weekend. That's how good that show was. I just could not stop watching it. I watched season one in one weekend. I probably finished season two in another few days. And then I got caught up on season three. I think there are only three episodes in right now. And I'm caught up. And I'm just like, man, how did that happen? I need more of this. And just like Mike said, it's basically merging Mr. Rogers and the office and putting them in a soccer team on the field. And it's, yep. it is phenomenal, man. It, it is incredible. I, I don't think I, I, because most of our TV content is obviously uh, created in this country. You, you don't always realize the ongoing tropes of American television that, uh, you have just gotten used to. There's such a wholesomeness to Ted Lasso that doesn't fall prey to typical uh, storylines. Uh, you know, I was telling someone this last week, like, you know, I think a lot of us were disappointed in The Office when they created kind of a rift between uh, Jim and Pam. And it's like we have eight seasons of this show that makes us feel good. It helps us wind down before we go to bed. We don't need any of real life stressors within our safe space TV show. And and they just they felt like they just oh we can't have Jim and Pam, you know, be happy together or be soulmates. There actually has to be trouble. 
but does there? Does there really? And so, you know, in unrelated, uh, you know, different storylines and, and stuff as well, Ted Lasso just, it, it's just good. It's just very, very good. I don't want to discredit you here, Mike, but Ted Lasso is actually American-made, just in British or Britain. I mean, I'm sure they have people on the writing staff that are British and British involved, but it's created by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs, and uh, uh, Beard is also one of the other co-creators, developers of Ted Lasso. It's all American, I guess, production-wise made. It's not British-made television. Isn't one of the writers? Don't believe uh, isn't one of the writers Higgins on that show? I thought he was one of the writers. I'm sure. I'm sure they have writers that are from British and stuff like that. But I'm saying it's it's made. It's American-made television. It's not British-made television. Like there's the British Office, which we know is British-made, and then there's the American-made Office. Ted Lasso is American-made. Well, here's what I'm going to say then. To say the same thing differently, whoever has made the show. They have stepped outside of what is normal television that we see, and they're not afraid to just correct let, let some stuff exist. So whether, regardless of where it came from, it's different, and it's different in a good way. I had a really hard time starting to watch this show because I don't like English shows. I don't. I can't stand the accents. They, my wife watches them all the time. Drives me <laughs> up the wall. Um, I don't like soccer. Soccer's boring. Well, we're canceled. Good to see everyone. Uh, hope you all have a great week. <laughs> but Thanks for being racist, man, Ryan. I, I was bored one night, and <laughs> I like Jason Sudeikis, so I'm like, I'm just going to watch this show. And I'm t- at that first episode, I'm like, what have I been missing? This show yep. is so... I laugh so hard, and like you guys said, like there's... Every few episodes, it just punches you in the gut, and it's like, oh, man, I love this show. Just it like, wasn't, it does everything for you. I, I'm Same thing. I'm super cynical when I start a TV show. I don't like starting TV shows or movies randomly because, to me, it's an emotional commitment. And so uh, when I – but it, it wasn't 10 minutes into that first episode, I looked at my wife and said – Oh my God, this is really good. <laughs> and yep. I mean, it's, it's just like an immediate attachment. And so for, uh, for those of us who weren't late to the party, who are listening to this going, how are you not watching Ted Lasso? We're talking about it now. We're here. We're happy to be part of the family. <laughs> let's, let's get the hazing over with and move on. <laughs> Ryan, I don't care about these wussies. I care about you. Did you cry in Ted Lasso? Well, I'm going to tell you, like I said, it punches you in the gut. And the older I get, the more emotional I get. We're we're aware. (laughs) Thank you. We're aware. uh, Yeah. And my, uh, I did, there's a couple episodes where I was tearing up because it's. Did you drop a tear out of your face, Ryan? That's what I need to know. Yes or no. There was one time probably where it it was big time. Wow. It gets you, man. Wow. I'm getting old though. Like I I can see stuff on TV where there's something with your kid. I'm like, oh my kids. Oh the show's so well made, Jay. There's a scene where Ted Lasso is having a panic attack at like a nightclub and the way they make the scene, I felt like I was starting to have a panic attack during it. Like I was like grabbing my pants and you know just like going through those emotions with them and then he gets out of the club and the panic attacks calms down and then here i was like after that i was like whoa holy crap 
Mike, how did you hold up through that? Did, did that trigger you at all? I'm medicated. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take my meds before I watch Ted Lasso. It's just, you know, it's just one of those shows too that uh, you know I know all of you guys pretty well that all of us can relate to Ted Lasso because yes. we have to be in our lives the strong. Uh, person that uh, people perceive that are bulletproof and this and that and in reality we're Ted Lasso. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. Just it just hits you. It's just a good. It's just such a good show. I can't wait till you start watching it, Jay. Well, I should start it this week. I mean, the last show I recommended to you, you loved. So now well, we're over hyping and he's going to watch it and be like, "What are these guys like? <laughs> this is so dumb. What are they talking about?" The only thing I get upset about is when and I can't believe Ryan's on board with it, but you guys are talking about how it's better than The Office or it's the greatest TV show ever made and I'm sitting here thinking of all the seasons we have of The Office, all the seasons we have of Seinfeld. And so this one is only on season three. Like I don't I feel like we're prematurely well, they haven't giving missed it yet. the greatest. But they haven't crown. missed yet, so you can There's say a that. There's there's two different types of shows, right? You have The Office, like season one through four, where it wasn't that big of an episode count, and you could tell they were trying to craft a great story. And then there's The Office season five through nine, where they had 20 to 30 episodes, and you could tell they were trying to craft a story, but they were just you know trying to fill an episode count as well. And Ted Lasso, it's 10 to 12 episodes each season so far, and it's the storyline is good. Yep. They follow a great storyline. They don't fill to have an episode count. Every episode has something behind it to build upon, which is what's what makes it great. And, and that's the thing that that's the only avenue of the unfair comparison that you know the office did have to fill obligations to a network. Um, Ted Lasso is telling a story, and so I admit that that's that's a little unfair uh, in favor of Ted Lasso. But at the same time. The office would have ep- have episodes where it it wouldn't land, and uh, and, and so I mean, did you watch Scott's Tots landed every I, time? To this Love day, Scott's Tots. I have only seen Scott's Tots one time. What? I have never. Scott's I've only Tots ever seen it. Is it my favorite episode, to be honest with <laughs> yeah. you guys. I freaking I love, love hey, Scott's Tots. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true. Hey, Mister Scott. <laughs> Now, I can't pay for your college, but I can give you something that will help you throughout (laughs) college, which is very necessary. It's something that you have to plug in, and it's something that you'll need from class to class. Laptop chargers. (laughs) (laughs) It's like some off-brand. It's like, it's not even good. Oh, Oh, so bad. (laughs) But anyway, all that to say. HBO's over here like, did they not watch Chernobyl? I mean, what's wrong with these guys? All right, but all right, I'll watch Ted Lasso and I will tell you if it's the greatest show ever made. Oh, I can't wait. We'll give it a, we'll give it a few episodes and we'll, re- we'll revisit with you, Jay. See how you like <laughs> it. He's going to binge it all so fast and we can do it next episode. All right. <clears throat> well, let's, uh, let's get into some stories from a hat. It's a 
All right, cronies, we got a bunch of random topics here that we're going to randomize and just pick a word or a phrase, and we're going to do some stories from the hat here. Oh, that's why the name. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, we will start it off right away. Let's get it rolling. Siblings. Who's got a story about some siblings? Uh, So I do have a story about uh, siblings. (laughs) So this is kind of funny, John. This involves you. Ooh. Is this me pooping myself again? <laughs> You've <laughs> told that one. We don't have to tell it again. <laughs> hey, John pooped his pants. It was so great. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, so, okay. So John and I, uh, we lived at a church camp for a while. Um, we lived on a house at a church camp. So at our disposal, we had a massive amount of land and a bunch of buildings and so we had to hold we on had to do, hold on are we gonna get in legal trouble with the story you're telling <laughs> no no we okay should be fine. Right. we should be fine uh i mean katie's dad might get mad but it's it is what it is so statue of limitations <laughs> statue we're fine. of limitations we're fine so um anyways we would have to maintain the property maintain the buildings and uh I was dating uh, my wife, and me and her wanted to sneak away and have a little makeout session. But my mom's like, "Well, you have to hang with John. You know, John has to go help you guys." So we go down to uh, clean the uh, um, the uh, the main buildings and the kitchen, and we're like, "Hey, let's play. Uh, let's play a game. Let's play. Uh, um, let's play uh, hide and seek." And so John would. Uh, we're like, "All right, John, go hide somewhere." And so while John went and hid, me and Katie would go like make out <laughs> and and kiss. But John thinks that we're uh, we're like trying to find him. Well, at one point, I don't know how long it was. It was quite it was quite a while. We we can't find John, so we're like walking around <laughs> trying to find John. And me and Kate, because uh, at that point we're like, where is John? And he fell asleep in the back kitchen. <laughs> and so we were, he finally emerges and he's like, he's like, Hey, did I win? <laughs> did, I win? Like, yeah. did I win now, the game? <laughs> now hold on, hold on here. Hold on. We, we played like, hide and seek a lot. And I was very, very good at this game. <laughs> and you two were just smooching the whole dang time while I thought I was amazing at this game. John, you thought you were a legend at hide and seek, hiding your big body in all of these places. But uh, yeah, no, we just didn't play the game. <laughs> uh, that cuts deep. Love you, bro. I've got a uh, story about my little sister. So uh, we, uh, uh, me and my younger sister are closer in age than me to my two older sisters. And so my younger sister is the one that I would always hang out with or play games with or whatever. And, uh, there was one day on our back porch, we had a split level house, uh, had a, had a top porch, you know, I don't know, 12 feet off the ground. It wasn't that high, 10 feet off the ground, whatever. And, um, one day I was like, Hey, it would be fun if we set up to like rappel down off of the deck and she's like, okay, cool. And she's, you know, she's, I don't know, maybe the six at the time. And, uh, so I go inside and get a couple of the belts from, uh, like bathrobes and I tie them together. 
And naturally, I'm like, well, you should go first. <laughs> and, and so, and so I, uh, I think I had tied the things underneath her armpits. And I don't really know what happened, but I started to lower her down. She wasn't that heavy, so I didn't, there was never any concern about dropping her. But at some point during the process, it had slipped uh, up past her arm somehow, and it was pretty much around her neck and like her shoulder. And so my mom's downstairs. And apparently she looks outside and sees my little sister dangling from the porch, not knowing what's going on. And so uh, mom runs out there. And again, it's not that tall. I think it's like 10 feet. And so my mom just kind of grabbed her legs and held her up a little bit. She let go of the rope. Okay. And, and, uh, she shook it off. I mean, she was never, you know, she wasn't like suffocating or anything like that. But, you know, it's just one of those moments where your mom walks outside and she's like, WTF is going on right now. And so uh, she's like, just don't ever do that again. And we went back to playing and there was no issue. But yeah. Almost- Mike, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. All, I, all I can hear when Mike's telling Get that cable. story is. That's all I can tell you. Get cable. <laughs> All, all I can hear when Mike tells the story is how I killed my sister. How I killed my sister. I hung her up. I was going to repel her down. That's how I killed my sister. So my my older sister in her second marriage had this big wedding in Minneapolis. And I was 20 or 21 and I asked two of my buddies to go up there with me. And we got a hotel room in downtown Minneapolis and her wedding venue was like two or three miles from where we were. So we had to take a taxi to the venue. Um, and anyways, we got super smashed drunk that <laughs> night. And You, uh, Ryan? No. Yeah, shocking. So drunk. And everybody was. Uh, my sister almost got divorced <laughs> that same night from her second <laughs> husband. And it was all this drama. Um, I'm out there uh, dancing with my dad's ex-wife. I was so drunk. And... I remember everybody's looking. Everybody was looking for my. <laughs> is <that> your mom? <laughs> is that your mom? <laughs> no, his first, his uh, first wife, and and we were, uh, the end of the night. Uh, from what I can remember, we couldn't find my brother anywhere. Nobody knew where he was. Uh, my sister's in this one room losing it, and I'm sitting there going because my dad was supposed to give me a ride home, and I'm like, he's dealing with all this stuff, trying to find my brother who's drunk somewhere, trying to deal with my sister, and I'm like, oh, just walk home. <laughs> I'm wearing a tuxedo. It is two o'clock in the morning in Minneapolis, and I'm walking through a park at two o'clock in the morning in a tuxedo. And I go under a bridge, and there's people under there. And I say, "Hey, what's up?" And somehow I found this hotel room. Uh, at the same time, my dad got to the hotel and was like, "There you are. We were looking everywhere for you." And I said, "I just walked here. I don't know how I got there." They found my brother the next morning. In a handicap stall, passed out. Um, it was <laughs> it was a great time, but I, I mean, I could have died that night. I could have got stabbed by some homeless guy or some gang, but I made it. It turns out you passed out, and the homeless people like <laughs> they found your <laughs> they found you. your card key to the <laughs> hotel. They dirty Mike you, and the boys found tucked me. you yeah. into the bed. Yeah, they, they tucked you in and everything. Oh, we gotta help this guy out. Why am I wearing up. a different <laughs> set of pants? Yeah. <laughs> But then he woke up and his shoes are gone. They did take those. (laughs) They did take the shoes. (laughs) They did take the shoes. (laughs) All right. Anybody's got any more? 
the only, I guess I'll, f- uh, if you've heard my first story about my brother, Jerry, I'll tell another one that was pretty funny. Um, so there was this one time when he was a freshman or a sophomore. So I would have been maybe sixth or seventh grade. I want to say, um, he was at the house with my cousin Scotty, and when those two were together, it was just complete teenage rebellion, I guess is what you can say. And there was one night that they're both down in the basement having fun, and I see this car pull up into our driveway, and it like parks a distance away, but it's still in our driveway. And all of a sudden, I see Jerry and Scotty run out to this car. And my mom at the time, she's sleeping in the other room, and I'm just like, having a panic attack like oh jerry's gonna get get me in trouble he's out here i gotta wake up mom i gotta tell mom what's going on oh jerry's gonna get me in trouble he's out here in this car and i don't know what's going on so i'm just having this panic attack and then i'm like you know on edge that my mom's about to wake up any moment this car's out there and all of a sudden the horn just starts blaring honk 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 and i'm like what's going on so i go out to the front porch and I'm just staring there and Jerry and Scotty's like, Hey John boy, these girls want to meet you. Come here. Honk, <laughs> honk, honk. Oh, my mom's just sleeping still. So I go to the car and I was a little loser and I'm like, Jerry, what are you doing? You're going to get us in trouble. Mom's trying to sleep. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Having this meltdown. And then he's just like, Oh, sorry, bro. You can go back inside if you want. <laughs> Was there actually girls there to meet you, yeah. John? There oh, was. Yeah. I could have been cool. I chose to be a loser. <laughs> how old were you? At, how old were you when this happened? I don't know, sixth, seventh grade, whatever age that is. Oh, what a loser! Exactly. And there were high school girls <laughs> yes. in the car wanting to meet John. Exactly. Oh, John. Oh man. That's why I'm the hide and seek champ. <laughs> it's true. All right, let's randomize this here. We'll get another one here. I got uh, a fight. I start this one off. I got a few fight stories. I got a. I, I'll give you four fight stories. You guys tell me which one you want to hear. <laughs> oh goodness! Okay, I'll just do a regular bar one. I'll do bachelor party one. Uh, heavyweight wrestler. Oh, I can't remember. I don't even know what the. Oh, and then uh, uh, defending my brother. Bachelor party. Oh. Did right. you ever oh. fight your dad? Let me tell you one time with my <laughs> when I was about sixteen, uh, we were at a Christmas Eve party at my uh, aunt's house, and my dad had a little too much to drink, and I was just being super. We were playing uh, poker for like quarters and stuff, and I was being super annoying to my dad and mouthing off to him or whatever, and he kept saying, "Boy, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to take you down." And here, you know, I'm lifting weights now at the, for like a year now, and I'm like, he can't take me no more. So I'm like, well, let's go, old man. So we start wrestling. Big mistake. He, I'm telling you, within three seconds, I was on the ground in some arm bar screaming for my mom to come save me. I thought my dad was going to snap my arms. Anyways, let me talk about where I sounded tough one time. So we're at a bachelor party. It's a co-bachelor party. And... Uh, we go to a bar, and these three guys are bothering my cousin, who's a female, and during the whole night. And anyways, fast forward to the end of the night. At this bar, once the bar closes, everybody's kind of in the street at the end of the night. And I'm with my cousin and the guy my cousin's marrying. And uh, the guy my cousin's marrying played offensive tackle 
uh, for South Dakota State University. Oh, my goodness. My cousin played middle linebacker at the college in Aberdeen. Uh, so they're both big guys, and then I'm there. And I see those three guys, and I go to my cousin. I'm like, hey, those are those three guys that were bothering Aaron all night. And he's like, oh, watch this. And he goes over there and goes, hey, gentlemen, they're in their truck. Do you mind giving me and my colleagues a ride to our house? And they're like, bleep, bleep, get out of here. And are like, I'm just going to ask you one more time. We'll just hop right in the back of the truck. We live two blocks down the road. Just drop us off. No worries. And he yells at him again to get out of there. And he's like, this is the last time I'm going to ask you. And if you don't comply, I'm going to rip you out of that truck. And I'm going <laughs> to beat the crap out of you tonight. And he goes, bleep you. He literally grabs him, rips him out of the truck, and just starts to annihilate him. <laughs> this other guy, these other guys jump out of the truck, come walking around. Well, the first guy that comes walking around, I just smack to the ground <laughs> right away. The next guy comes up and hits the other guy that was the offensive tackle square in the face, and then he just annihilates him after that. And we, we beat these guys so bad it was really bad and uh we're walking home and i got i got blood all over my shorts and everything and we're walking home and we're like we got to get our story straight we got to get our story straight we're gonna get so much trouble for this and the cops pulled us over about a block away and they grabbed each one of us and took us into the cop car to talk to us and we all gave them the same exact story that these guys started it there's statute limitations on this right <laughs> I don't know. About this. I'm gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Anyways, hey, that happened to me. If you're anyways. as old as I think you are, then yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, we all tell the same story. They, they say, "Okay, you guys have a good night." And I remember calling my wife that night, and I'm like, "Because she went to her mom's house," and I'm like, "You're never gonna guess what happened." Oh, you see, my shorts are full of blood. I'll save him here for you. And we're at the wedding the next day, and the guy that's getting married to my cousin, the guy that got hit. He's got his nose is like swelled up. His his front lip is super fat and hanging over, and he's got to do all these wedding pictures. Well, one of the so he looked ridiculous, but one of the uh, bridesmaids in the wedding knew these three guys, and they were in the hospital that night. One guy got his jaw wired shut. One guy's nose was broke, and one guy had a shattered cheekbone. So wow, we annihilated him. Wow, wow. law wow. law. Lawsuits are coming. Lawsuits are coming. That's what I just thought about. I'm like, uh oh. Mike Olsa is going to show up in private investigating gear. This is what I've been working on for a while. If I see a minivan parked out in front of my house for more than a day, I'll probably know what's going on. You open your trash can, there's a Pringles can in there. You know what? (laughs) Oh, no. Don't open that Pringles can, kids. That's not chips in there. I've never been in a fight before, but there was one time in school. I'm a pretty big guy, so I was probably about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, in high school or m- middle school, whenever it happened. And I'm walking down the hallway, and this guy's walking in front of me, and he's not paying attention to anything going on. And he bumps right into me, and he stares at my shoes because he was looking at the ground. And he starts looking up, and he goes, Mother... Oh, how you doing, man? And then he just kept walking. <laughs> Looking for Happy Gill. Oh, my God. All right. I imagine Jay and Michael have never even been close to a fight in their life. So we'll go on to the next story here. Uh, all right. Next one. We'll go. A lot, of, a lot of assumptions you just made, Ryan. Do you have a fight story, Michael? We're moving on. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll chance. go. 
Let's go church. Church. Who's got a good story about church? Okay, I'll start it off. Uh, so we went, I, when I was in youth group growing up, we went to a youth convention in Cincinnati, Ohio that we got to drive to. Uh, great time. Fun drive all the way there. Not really. And anyways, we're at this youth convention and and I'm in the elevator and these girls, really good looking girls walk in there. I think I'm like 16 or 17 at the time. And these really good looking girls walk in there and they keep looking at me and they keep telling each other secrets. And I'm like, what is going on? Are these, these girls must like me or something. And they get off the elevator and I go, nice riding with you ladies. <laughs> and we, I get up to the, I get up to my room and my roommate's like, uh, you know, your fly's down, right? I look down there and it's down and it's out. And uh, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. You're wait, kidding me. Wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> My fly was down and you could see what was going on. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying the, the fruit popped out of the loom is what you're saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The banana and was that's no That's why they the were tree. looking at me and secrets and giggling and, and I did not want to go anywhere after that. That's right with you ladies. <laughs> Finger <laughs> guns. <laughs> that's right with you ladies. <laughs> Nowadays, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, Twenty-seven I'd, states. Yeah, I'd be in jail for that. Yeah. Oh, Statue of limitations. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, there was this one time we were doing a New Year's Eve lock-in at a church, and this was probably my junior senior year of high school, and I was hanging oh. out with one of my friends, and they didn't have any video game system there, so we were like, "We need to go get a video game system. We can't be locked in all night overnight at this church and not playing video games." So we leave the lock-in without telling anyone. We go to get a video game system. While we're getting the video game system, I realize my friend lives right by Jay's friend, and he's at Jay's house, and Jay's car is out front of his buddy's house. And I go, "Let's prank call Jay real quick." And I go, hey, Jay, I know where you're at. And Jay's like, how do you know where I'm at? What's going on? And I go, oh, don't worry. We're just going to shoot up your car with some paintballs. And Jay goes, oh, no, you're not, blah, 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 blah. So we're just playing around. So then Jay calls a few minutes later, and he goes, hey, why don't you come by the house? I want to see you real quick. And I go, oh, I'm not falling for that. But we pull up in front of the house. Jay's standing on the lawn. He's like, hey, come here for a second. Come here for a second. And I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car. No, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, Jay's friend shoots up the car with paintballs. Pop, 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 pop. And Seth, my buddy, pulls off and he hauls back to his house because he has a paintball gun. (laughs) So then Seth gets his paintball gun and he hauls back to Jay's friend's house and pop, 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 pop. Now we're shooting paintballs at each other in this residential neighborhood. Now we get in our vehicles and we start driving around. Pop, 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 pop. (laughs) Shooting paintballs at each other. We got so much trouble. Then we're driving. Then we decide to uh, drive into a church parking lot and we're shooting at each other just probably hitting the church every yep. time pop 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 <laughs> just shooting this church and then we both decide to call draw back off so me and my buddy head back to the church lock-in who will not let us back in anymore because we left when we didn't have permission and and our car is just covered in paintballs <laughs> So then we go back to Seth's house, and then let's just say Jay's friend's dad was very mad that we shot up his house with paintballs. So mad, and it was a that's my story about church. (laughs) Yeah, and John, the other side of that story, we got pulled over by the cops. (laughs) 
we were did you really we got pulled over by the cops because there were there's reports of people driving around shooting paintballs and <laughs> We we were we pled the fifth. Not us, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Your not car is us. covered in paint balls, or we missed you every time. <laughs> we were not covered in paint balls. I'll tell you that. Well, thank God we didn't get pulled over. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. The number one story that comes to my mind when it comes to church um, was I went and was visiting a church with a friend of mine. And we went to this uh, outing to the Lake of the Ozarks where we were uh, playing putt-putt golf and go-kart racing. And so I'm learning all youth events. It's all about just finding, you know, the uh, attractive girls. And so um, I was just flirting with this girl the whole time, um, kept calling her baby, um, and I looked horrible back in that time frame. If anyone has pictures of me, I had this mop of a head on my, uh, of like a mop on my head. Um, I looked horrible, really long, shaggy hair, uh, had just come out of my stoner days. But anyways, uh, that woman ended up becoming my wife. And so I, I am very thankful for the church and the youth group for uh, connecting, connecting me with my wife. Hey, baby. Just to be clear, are you saying you look good now, or do you yeah. think you still look bad? <laughs> Just to be clear, I look really good now. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Compared. If the, viewers, if the viewers think she was looking at the goods, uh, she was not. She was, was your not. fly on sip and the fruit <laughs> out of the loom? It was not. It was not. That would have gotten me arrested. If this nice is your glow up, I'm you, a, ladies. If this is your glow up, I'm a little worried about what it was before. Tastes <laughs> <laughs> like a fine wine in a box. He's like a fine Thank wine. you. First one I ever, first camp I ever went to. Uh, me and my buddy walked into the the bunkhouse we were staying in, and they were just started doing an impossible sit up on some kids. So thank goodness. I was there to witness what an impossible setup was before somebody uh, played that prank on me. I'm sorry, I'm a loser. What's an impossible setup? Oh, Stare man. into my brown eye. <laughs> so you talk to somebody that thinks they're all buff or whatever, and you and you tell them uh, you haven't do like a setup challenge with you. Yeah, you're like man, I bet you can't do the impossible setup. Oh, sure, I can. Oh, I just put a towel over your head. So you put a towel over their head and you shift it over their eyeballs, and then you say they can't do it, obviously, and you say. We do this, and then we'll, we let go of the towel, but because you think we're holding the towel, you can't do the sit-up anymore because it's mind over matter. So you sit there, and then you let, they're going as hard as they can, you let the towel go, and some guy drops his drawers, and you, your face goes right into his butt. <laughs> That's an impossible. Oh, wait, my, you're supposed to turn around in, backwards? It's in heavyweight. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uncle used to do that with me all the time. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he never put a towel over my head, though. Oh, <laughs> he just stop. said, "Do a setup into this." <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are terrible. All right, well, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with actor or athlete today, right now. There are thousands of podcasters all struggling to get by. I would like for you to meet the Manchild Chronicles. For as low as $1 a month, you can support the Manchild Chronicles on Patreon. Your support 
helps to ensure that the Manchild Chronicles is fed, pays the internet bill, and continue to provide the best podcasting content available. For significantly less than a cup of coffee a day, you can see your favorite podcasters live, thrive, and succeed. Visit manchildchronicles.com to learn more about adopting a man-child today. All right, cronies. Let's play a little actor or athlete. I don't even know you anymore. It's time to play actor or athlete. Brought to you by the Man-Child Chronicles. All right, cronies. You know how it goes. Yeah, we got an actor athlete. You get six guesses to figure out who we are talking about. I can start it off tonight. Are you guys ready? We're ready. Ready. John Michael John Michael J. Here we go. I was in the Expendables. It would be Sylvester Stallone. Oh, sorry. Expendables three. Harrison Ford. Incorrect. Michael, I was in Toy Story 2. Um, uh, Wayne Knight. Incorrect. Jay, I was in the Simpsons movie. Um, Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I don't know. I don't know the voice actors for the Simpsons. John. I am an X-Man. Gosh, uh, Marge Simpson. Nope. <laughs> Michael, I was nominated for an Emmy for the same character on three different shows. For the same character on three different shows. Bill Pullman. Nope. Jay, I played a doctor most of my life on TV. Patrick Dempsey. John, I know you know it. Go Kelsey ahead. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Thank you. Uh, oh. Good job. The Beast himself. I thought you guys were going to get that earlier. They were good clues, but it was just hard to pull together. I'm surprised John didn't get it. Rain Man over there. Took me. Once you said three uh, Emmys, different shows, light bulb. All right, hey, I'm going to do an athlete with you guys. So, coming at you first, Michael. Drafted by the Seattle Supersonics in 1987. Ricky Bobby. Jay played 17 seasons in the NBA. <clears throat> Kevin Garnett. No. Ryan, six-time NBA champion. Six-time NBA champion. Drafted in 87 by the Super Sonics. by the Sonics. And played how many seasons? 17 seasons. Purvis Ellison. No. Michael, he won gold in Barcelona in 1992 with the Dream Team. Allen Iverson. No. Jay, his jersey number 33, is retired by the team he spent 12 seasons with. 
Larry Bird. Scotty no. Pippen. Scotty Pippen is correct. Hmm. Dang it. <clears throat> no surprise after that round that uh, for you guys to know that I will be doing an actor. Um, <laughs> all right. This actor starred in the 2011 family drama, We Bought a Zoo. Oh. John. It's Jay. It's Jay. Matt Damon. Incorrect. This actor starred in the 2009 comedy Couples Retreat. Um, Fazian Love. No. This actor starred in Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> what really a, out of three. a showcase of movies here. Um, it's that one guy, isn't it? But I don't know his name. I'll give everybody else a clue. The host of America Says, but I don't know his name. I skip. <clears throat> I don't know his name either. Well, hold on. What? What's the... Uh... What would you say it was? He's the host of the game show America Says. That is correct. It's John Michael Higgins. John Michael Higgins. I didn't expect anybody to get his name. But. Which one was he in Couples Retreat? Is he Who was he in Couples Retreat? He was Retreat? the therapist. Yeah, he, he yeah. was one of the therapists, yeah. The main therapist? Oh, he was the, the nerdy therapist guy. Yeah, yep. the nerd yep. guy, yep. Good job. Man, what an off-the-wall actor. Jeez. <laughs> oh, get yeah, this. Yeah, I would. My I next, had no idea what his name was. My next two clues were Fun with Dick and Jane and Blade yep. Trinity. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> the only movie I remember him is, is in, in The Breakup, to be honest with you, when he's yeah. the sister or brother of Jennifer Aniston's. All right, Jay. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, my act. My actor, uh, they were in uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's me. Um, Angelina Jolie. Wrong. Uh, John, they were in Movie 43. Uh, Gerard Butler. You are correct. <laughs> How did you do that? Because there's two actors I know in the Tomb Raider Cradle of Life. Angelina Jolie and Gerard Butler. No way. <laughs> yep. Dang it. Wow. My next clues were Reign of Fire, Timeline, and then it was going to be Gamer, Law Abiding Citizen, and The Ugly Truth. For some reason, many, 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 many years ago, I remember Gerard Butler being in The Cradle of Life as a fun fact you, on TV. And it just I remember more about the Laura Croft series than I should, but that's for a particular reason. That shall go unnamed here. Wow. Good okay. job. John, drafted in 1990 to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Brett Favre. Incorrect. Jay, played his college ball at Georgia. Or sorry, Michael. You said Georgia? Georgia. Uh, Thomas Declan. Nope. Jay, played for three NFL teams. Michael Vick. No, he's incorrect. John was in the movie The Longest Yard. Oh, I might know this. <laughs> I don't think it's right. Michael Irvin. Nope. Michael 
has held seven championship belts? I know the answer. That will be Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's incorrect. Oh. Jay. Who's Bill next? Oh, I just remembered it. Bill Who's Goldberg. <laughs> That's correct. Good one. <laughs> Come on, Michael. I even timed that up so when it got back to you, I asked you the seven championship belt questions. I thought you would know it for sure. All right. Michael, this is going to be an athlete. Drafted by the San Diego Chargers in 2004. Uh, Richard Johnson. Incorrect. Ryan, he won two Super Bowl championships. Eli Manning. That is correct. Wow. Okay. I knew I knew right away it was Eli Manning when you said that, how you did your last one. Jay, this actor starred in the 1997 drama Good Will Hunting. Robin Williams. Incorrect. <clears throat> it's Ryan. Gonna be such an off-the-wall actor. Go ahead. This actor starred in the 2014 thriller Transcendence. Clint Howard. No. John, this actor starred in the 2013 action adventure Olympus Has Fallen. Mini Driver. What's that? Mini Driver. That is incorrect. Jay, this actor starred in A Good Day to Die Hard. Aaron Eckhart? Incorrect. Final clue for Ryan. This actor starred in Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> this actor was the villain in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, uh, Cole Hauser? Cole Hauser. Nice. I thought you guys would get that one. I'm surprised. He's, if you had did Yellowstone, they might have. <laughs> oh, there you go. Dazed and confused said that, maybe. Do love me some Cole Hauser and Yellowstone. All right, Ryan, this actor starred in Superstar. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> no. Oh, John, this actor starred in Road Trip. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Molly Ringwald. I said the wrong. I said the wrong Molly. That's he knows it's wrong. It's still probably wrong. It's just funny. <laughs> All right, superstar and road trip. Uh, DJ Qualls. No, Michael. This actor starred in Charlie's Angels. Is it Justin Long? No, Ryan. This actor starred in Total Frat Movie. Total frat movie? Yeah. <laughs> Just say who you thought it was the first time. <laughs> what was the second movie you said? Uh, Road Trip. Molly Shannon. No. Oh. John, this actor starred in Stealing Harvard. Uh, Sean William Scott. No. Last clue, Michael, this actor starred in Freddy Got Fingered. Uh, it's uh, Tom Green. Tom Green. <laughs> Just so we know, those are the only six movies I could find oh on my IMDb. 
everything else is so out there. Those were the uh, only six I could find. I forgot he was in Charlie's Angels until you just. Oh, said that's uh, Jason Lee in Stealing Harvard. Yes, yes, it is. <clears throat> okay, I thought John was going to get it with Stealing Harvard. I got the last movie. one. John drafted in the NBA in 1992. Uh, Christian Leitner. J. Played for five teams. What year was he playing? Drafted in 1992. Played for 1992. five teams. 1992. Um, that is AI, Allen Iverson. No. Michael won a gold medal in the Olympics. Chris Montgomery. John was in Smurfs 2. <laughs> Chris Weber. No. Jay has been in... 16 feature films. Hugh Grant? No. (laughs) Michael. NBA had to redesign basketball hoops due to this player. Shaquille O'Neal. That is correct. Yes. Wow. Good job, Mike. (laughs) Yes. Did you Google that, Mike? I did not. My hands have been down here the whole time. He was was, the whole time he was thinking of who is in Smurfs 2. All right. Who is in Smurfs 2? (laughs) I've never seen Smurfs 2. I would have got that one. Uh, Who am I going? Michael was in in the Avengers. Who wasn't in the Avengers? (laughs) Karen Gillum. No. Ryan, or Jay, was in Captain America Civil War. Okay, that is Tom Holland. No. Ryan, Avengers Endgame. So Avengers, Captain America Civil War. Take the obvious one. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to go Samuel L. Jackson. No. Was in the movie SWAT. Michael. We still would have been right. So far, Samuel L. is still uh, in all of these. Jeremy Renner. That is correct. Those are the only two options left. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping nobody would say Samuel L. And then I would say SWAT. Then they would say Samuel L. And then I would get him. You fooled. You foiled my <laughs> you plan, fools. Ryan. You fools. You're smarter than I thought. You fell you, right into my trap. Foiled my plan, Ryan. I like that movie, SWAT. Underrated movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Like... It's, it Jimmy, wasn't. Jeremy Renner was really good in that one. Yeah, it didn't have a big budget. had had a little bit of cheese here and there, but like, I think it had a big budget. It had a big budget. Oh, they thought it. <laughs> they thought it was going to be amazing. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I I still remember the pretentiousness of like Michelle Rodriguez. She's getting sewn up when they first meet her, and uh, these guys just thought they could take me just because I was a woman. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Had sure. A, had a $70 million budget in 2003. Yikes. Oh. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, think, I think Sam got, uh, Sam J got like 60 of that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have one more or am I going to go? I do not have one more. I have one more. Ryan, this actor was in In Time. In Time? In time, hmm. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, uh, John. This actor was in Transcendence. You in Transcendence? Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. 
No. Michael, this actor was in the heart of the sea. Uh, I, I may botch your last name, but is it like Michelle Monningham or whatever it is? No. Ryan, this actor was in Red Eye. Oh. Um, Julianne Moore. No. John, this actor was in Inception. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Good job. I got it when you said red eye. He didn't have a lot that don't point straight to him. So only only those three. And then it's red eye, Inception, The Dark Knight, Dunkirk, A Quiet Place Part (laughs) 2, 28 Days Later. (laughs) Like, Yeah. I don't know that I would have... I mean, I know he's in Inception. I remembered him, but I don't think I would have immediately got it from that clue. Anybody tough got any rounds more? today. There were some tough rounds today. Right. What did you say, Ryan? You guys, that's that it? Anybody got any more? I got one more if you guys want to do it. Oh, let's do it. All right. Michael was in the movie The Cable Guy. Uh, Matthew Broderick. No. Jay in the movie Night at the Museum. Jack Black. No. Ryan had a role in Meet the Parents. Hold on. Owen Wilson. That is correct. Wow. 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 We got a new whiz kit on the show with movies. (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break and we're right back with our top 10. Want to see the funniest and best moments from all the Manchild Chronicles? Be sure to follow on social media. You can find the Manchild crew on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Like and follow today so you don't miss anything that happens in the Manchild universe. All right, tonight we're going to do a little top 10 worst things to find in an Easter basket. It's time to play Top 10. Join the guys as they pick a topic, discuss, debate, then decide the best of the best. Get ready, because here we go. All right, cronies. Tonight's top 10 is going to be the worst things you can find in your Easter basket. You wake up Sunday morning, all excited. Did the Easter bunny come and hide your eggs? You go out, you find your Easter basket. And it's the worst possible thing you could think of to find in an Easter basket. Tonight's order, Ryan, Mike, Jay, and John. You guys ready? Let's do it. it. All right. All right. Number 10, Encyclopedia Britannica. Number nine, Peeps. Number eight, Mouse Poop. I'm going to put in number seven, a severed hand, a hand that's been cut off of somebody's body. Who? You don't know, but it's there. Number six, a striped polecat pet. Number five, season three of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians DVD set. <laughs> <laughs> what number are we on? Four. Okay. <laughs> number four, your uncle's glass eyeball that's been missing. Uh, for number three, it's going to be a briefcase full of money. But it's from the Mexican cartel. And yes, they want their money back. Number two, 
a diffuser that is only able to be filled with urine from somebody that eats too much asparagus. And number one, a handwritten free massage coupon. (laughs) From Jared Fogle. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know where this was going to (laughs) go. Oh, I was, it was. I was kind of hoping number one would be like sixlets. <laughs> no one I have likes that on my list. <laughs> yeah. No one likes six. Sixlets. I like sixlets. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Put them on your mouth at the same time. <laughs> you know, I wish you didn't say season three DVD set of the Kardashians because I had a DVD set on my list, but I didn't want to do it since you did it. Mine was going to be. A collection of James Spader CDs or DVDs. <laughs> well, I'm glad Mike did that. Let's start off at the top, though. Number 10. What'd you pick, Ryan? Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Now, I think you guys might have been old enough when they had those commercials that you could order Encyclopedia yep. Britannicas, but nowadays, information is at your fingertips. And the worst thing is if the Easter Bunny left you all these encyclopedias with all the different letters and all the different. <laughs> Uh, animals and all that stuff, and you had to look for all your information instead of Googling it. It's all fun and games, and it's a joke till the EMP goes off and none of the phones work. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as a kid when, like, you get the encyclopedias. Like, I remember being little, so it had to have been, like, 1994, 1995, but we had encyclopedias in the house. Yeah, yeah. And so I read them. Like, I would take them into the bathroom with me when I pooped, and I read them. That's where I got a lot of fun facts. <laughs> well, and it's interesting, too, because it seemed like at the time when we were growing up and they were popular, um, when they when people started to really sell them, it's like yep. the concept of getting the encyclopedias was better than actually getting the encyclopedias. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, we got the encyclopedias. What do, what we, do we do now? Do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think like the creators of the encyclopedia were like when Google came out? Just like, oh crap! Oh man! <laughs> what do you think That's they did back then? They did back then where they said like, oh, I bet you that this is how it is. No way. Well, let's look it up. Well, I, I mean, do we really want to go look? <laughs> it takes a while. You believed. I mean, we still believe a lot of dumb things as a society, but back then, you just believed it. They yeah. sound smart. You just believed it. Like, yeah. you're just like, yep, that's right. I read it in my encyclopedia. If you don't believe me, go read it yourself. I believe you. I believe, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> All right, number nine. Number nine, I said peeps. It is hands down... <laughs> The nastiest substance on the pe- on, on on the planet. It is simultaneously soft yet hard. It is simultaneously crunchy yet airy. It is simultaneously sweet yet rubbery tasting. Peeps are disgusting. Peeps and, are so gross. And and the worst part is when the apocalypse inevitably happens, that's gonna be we'll ninety have. that's gonna be all that we'll have. It's gonna be ninety that's percent our of the food we have. The to new eat world currency is, is peeps. Is peeps. <laughs> the shelf life it the shelf life uh, uh date on it is just a dash. It doesn't actually have any numbers. <laughs> There's not many things that will survive the nuclear bomb cockroaches and peeps. They will survive. I think, I think us in Canada 
are two of the only countries that even sell peeps. I don't think countries even sell peeps. In their yeah, countries. because other places have realized what's in them when they you make know, them. <laughs> you know what that causes, right? <laughs> All right. Number eight. Uh, number eight. This is a real life one. Uh, mouse poop. You uh, start uh, opening up the uh, Easter baskets and you're finding trails of mouse poop. Not good. The Not good. When you say that's a real one, like that's happened to you or that's happened to your kids or... It has not happened to me personally, but that that is one that uh, uh, ha- does happen where oh, mice okay. get into the Easter basket. I must be getting no. old because for some reason I don't remember you saying mouse poop in this top 10. Yeah, he said it. Did he say mouse poop? Yeah, yeah he said mouse poop. Man, I'm losing it. Uh, what did you think he said? I I don't know. (laughs) I was trying to think in my head. (laughs) Ryan, you're actually 90 years old with dementia, and you're just remembering this moment. So hang with with us, buddy. (laughs) I look really good for 90. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, Number seven, I put a severed hand on the list. Uh, Just imagine you get your Easter basket, and there's just a hand, and you don't know if it's a chocolate hand. You don't know what's going on. It's just... (laughs) It's just I guess a severed I should hand. Try it real quick. <laughs> Let me lick the finger. Let me suck the finger real quick. Oh, that's not chocolate. <laughs> I'm just imagining my son Luke waking up and seeing a severed hand, and he would be High so five. excited. He'd run to my room and be like, "Dad, Dad, look what I got! Just a new Pokemon character. What is this? <laughs> what no, do I do with this? I could give myself high fives." <laughs> Or something else. <laughs> oh, man. Is it bad that my mind went there regularly too? What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> okay, number six. I put a striped coal or a striped polecat pet. What are you talking about? What is about? that? Okay. What is this? I'll tell you. When you said it, I was so confused. I looked up the worst possible pets. And this one kept popping up. So this one's anal glands and poop is the smell is so bad it can blind you. It literally what? looks like a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> it is a skunk. That's just yeah. it's no. African. It's not. A, it's a cat. But it's, it's, an, uh, it's an African skunk. That's what, what it is. It pretty when much. Have the but it has skunk, the worst. The it has skunk. the worst smelling poop and anal glands ever. What's funny is, like, for Easter, like, people do give, like, chicks or, like, bunnies, and then a lot of bunnies and chicks end up dying. So, I mean, it, it's a real thing. People give animals. So, yeah, it's a striped bull cat. Hmm. It'll All blind right. you, huh? Blind Number five. You. Number five. I, I, uh, I put season three of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians DVD set. Um why season three? <laughs> season one and two were solid. You, you know why. They jumped the shark you know on season why. three. You know why. Um, Is that the transition it. season? Huh? Was that the transition season or what? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, you said you know why. That's what I was wondering. No, I was making a joke. Um, <laughs> look, we all know what's on those DVDs. You don't want to do that. Any season from Keeping Up with the Kardashians would be pretty disappointing. I, I agree. I just thought it was very weird for season three. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's just random, that's fine. I'm just making sure there wasn't a specific reason why it's season three. <laughs> uh, uh, number four, uh, your uncle's glass eyeball that's been missing. Um, so that one is 
an, another one that I when I was researching online, uh, people found that in one of their kids' Easter baskets, and I thought that was pretty hilarious. Kids like, look at this cool marble I got. Yeah, this, look what I got. This jawbreaker lasts for forever. <laughs> oh, it's got a weird kick to it. It's like not very it. flavorful. <laughs> After a while, it just doesn't even taste anything. Oh. Uh, number three, I wanted to put something in there that would give us some joy for a moment. So I put a suitcase or a briefcase full of money. But then I wanted... You know, the bad guy from No Country from Old Man. Old Man walking up your sidewalk. <laughs> and you realize that this suitcase full of money is from the Mexican cartel and they want their money back. So just because it feels good for the moment isn't going to end well for your you. Your entire life has been leading up to this moment, to this Flip coin, the coin. choices. <laughs> I can just see that darn rabbit sitting there watching, just waiting for the cartel, cartel to come and go. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> All right, number two. Uh, a diffuser that can only be filled with urine from somebody that eats way too much asparagus. I don't think I need to explain this, but just in case our younger you, viewers don't know. Where did you come up with this? When you eat asparagus, it smells terrible when you pee. Where did I come up with it? My, I have diffusers all over my house. My wife likes oils. We put a bunch of, which are great, makes the house smell nice. But I just thought to myself, what if you put urine in a diffuser how bad would that smell and then you've if done you it ate already, a bunch of asparagus you? you've done it already haven't you <laughs> how no. bad would that smell <laughs> now for us really dumb viewers like me what the heck's a diffuser you put it's just a little um, thing you put water in and then you put like an oil in or whatever. Oh, it's like that scented it, thing it's like a yeah. Febreze yeah, it puts yeah. Like, yeah. A yes. mist, like a fancy Febreze scent yes. thing yeah. okay it's, that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> Honey, are we making soup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, asparagus denies you. Yummy. <laughs> Honey, did the polecat die? Jesus smells in here. Uh, and number one, a handwritten free massage coupon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends, I guess, on who I'm getting that from. Like, if my wife put that in there, I'm I'm not mad about that. You come to this motel at, in this number room at this day. You don't know where it came from. It's just a handwritten. You don't know who to turn it into. You don't know how to redeem it. <laughs> Honey, did you get me this? No, kids, did you know? <laughs> Okay, then you read on the bottom. I'm sorry. I pick. I pick. Oh god. <laughs> it also it also Who says PS you have a nice house. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think we can make a whole movie concept with this idea. <laughs> Do you imagine just your whole life just going out to people and be like, "Does this note look familiar to you?" Did you did you write this note? Did you write and then this? finally somebody says, "Yes. I'd like to cash this in." Wow. Would you like to cash it in? Any honorable mentions? I have a couple. Go ahead. Uh, the loose jelly beans. The loose jelly beans that are just everywhere inside the Easter basket. Oh, that's a dad's that. treat right there. What are you talking about? Uh, I hate that. Um, and then I had sixlets and whoppers also written down. Whopper, 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 whopper. Chicken, chicken, whopper. I have a few on here. I have uh, socks and underwear from a thrift store. <laughs> 
I have a gift card with nothing on it, uh, dial-up internet, a flip phone from the year 2000, a wasp nest, COVID-19 shot, and the Babadook. <laughs> the Babadook? <laughs> I think there's something in my basket. <laughs> Mom, Dad. Mom. Uh, a few honorables I got. Uh, one I did was a meet and greet invite from Jared Fogle. Um, <laughs> yep. Then I did uh, your parents' divorce papers. So your parents Ooh. getting divorced. And I somehow that, that fell into your Easter basket. All right, cronies. That's it for tonight. Until next time. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on The Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.